Hello, this is Lena. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Inspiration Project podcast. This is episode number five. This is going to be a Q&A session and this will just cover a few little topics that you guys have sent in to me. So I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Okay, so jumping straight in this week, um, thank you to everybody that sent me questions for the Q&A. I have about six or seven questions that I'm going to go through. Um, The first question is, do you have any tips for trying to stay consistent with a regular at-home yoga practice? Really good question. Um, The first thing that I noticed when I wanted to establish a self-practice at home um, was the kind of time element or just working out when I actually wanted to do my yoga practice. Um, So what I think is quite a good idea is over the next seven days, so the next week, either you can keep this in the notes in your smartphone or if you've got a notebook with you and just noting down times of the day where you almost have like pockets of spare time. And this literally could be like 10, 15 minutes, half an hour, something like that. And then after that week just look through your schedule and just seeing if there are regular moments within your week so it could be and this is what I found especially when I was working sort of nine to five in an office job that um, I was getting actually like 20 minutes in the morning most days where I had this free time and I was kind of looking at what I was doing and I was probably doing things like maybe scrolling on my phone for like 15 minutes maybe just kind of pottering around the house and doing little jobs and things like that Um, but I decided that actually in the mornings that was going to be when I do my self-practice and that just kind of suited my lifestyle and fitted in with work. It could be that actually you find the evenings better, maybe that there is some time um, before you go to bed or maybe when you just come home from work. Again this will really depend on what your, your weekly schedule looks like. Um, and the other thing I had to really get my head around was my expectation of what my self-practice would look like. I think because a regular yoga class, so when we go to a class, um, they're always at least an hour. And I think in my head, I had this expectation that I had to practice for an hour every single day. Um, so when I wasn't meeting that expectation, I'd get really frustrated, I'd get annoyed. But I found actually over the years that to stay consistent sometimes means that you have to reduce the time. And I find it much easier to find a consistent practice, but maybe it's 20 minutes or half an hour every single day. Um, And then of course, if I do have the luxury of time and some days, you know, if you do have longer, if you do have an hour, then amazing. But I find that actually the more I get out of my practice is just the more consistent and regular it is rather than the amount of time that I'm on my my yoga mat. So you can just be really kind to yourself and just notice what your expectation is and maybe you have to do what I did and really challenge that expectation and be like why does it have to be an hour every single day and being kind to yourself in the sense that try not to get too frustrated and any time that you spend on your mat is, is hugely valuable. 
So I hope that has helped. Getting on to the next question. Can you explain your experience of becoming spiritual? Um, so just the way that's worded, saying explain your experience of becoming spiritual, I don't feel as if um, I was suddenly feeling spiritual. I don't know. It's, it's something that I've always felt has been part of me. Um, and I've always really been interested and intrigued by spiritual practices. And I even remember, I think I have, must have been nine or ten. And for my birthday, my mum and dad bought me this huge, thick book. And it was all to do with horoscopes and planets and the moon. And it was like the best present ever. And I really, really remember receiving that present. Um... And then I remember, I don't think my parents liked this too much, but I bought some like glow-in-the-dark paint and on one of the walls in my bedroom, I wrote like my horoscope out. Um, I did all this like fancy writing <laughs> all about it and I, I just loved it. Like I'd get into bed and then it'd be completely dark, but I could just still read my horoscope um, on my wall. <laughs> um, so even, yeah, in my sort of younger years, I was really fascinated by it. Um, of course, over the years from being really, really lucky to have the opportunity to train as a yoga teacher um, and having a regular practice that has, of course, um, I suppose it's allowed me to discover a bit more about my spiritual practice and kind of what that means to me. And of course, it's a really personal thing. Um, you know, when we start to unpick, what does the word spiritual really mean? I mean, maybe that's a, maybe that's like a separate podcast. Um, but yeah, over the years, I've used quite a lot of things just to explore that. Um, for me personally, the yoga asana, the physical poses, is where I can really drop into my body. Um, but the meditation, the stillness. The, the quiet spaces of practice is where I found the most um, enlightenment, I suppose, if that is the word that um, you can use for this, to just to have some insight. And I, I do really favour um, meditation at the moment. I find it really, really spiritually supportive, um, which has been really nice. Um, the other things that I've just kind of added to my own personal toolkit with trainings and things is... Um, done quite a lot of self-healing through Reiki um, and this is something which has really helped me just to discover I suppose a little bit more about myself um, so that's been something which I've really enjoyed. Um, moving on what is your favourite yoga pose? Oh that's such a hard question um, and you know what with yoga poses every single day you feel different so I believe that every single day yoga pose feels different um so I don't like have one favorite but let me try to do maybe like my top three so when I'm feeling like I need a bit of grounding um I find warrior two a really good pose very very grounding I find it actually really stabilizes um, my body and also because it's quite strengthening as well also kind of builds up a little bit of internal um, like shakti or like power which I really really like um, on the days when 
I probably just need to calm my nervous system down, um, forward folds, like a supported forward bend, child's pose, that kind of thing, that kind of bowing down towards the floor can be really nice. I also really love downward facing dog. I find that can really loosen up um, and shift stuff into my lower back um, and my spine. Um, so I think that was actually four, <laughs> sorry. But like I said, it, it really, really depends. Um, and I find like seasonally as well, my yoga practice changes. Um, I find actually with the winter, it's quite nice to do a lot of the poses which are low to the floor, very centering, very grounding. And in the summer, it's more about moving and the sort of sun salutations and really getting into those sequences. So it does really, really change and switch about. Um, next question is, have you got any advice for starting yoga? I'm a complete beginner. Oh, exciting. So, do you know what? My advice is actually really simple, is just get yourself to a class. And if you're feeling a little nervous and it's difficult for you to come to a class, um, then find a yoga buddy. I'm, I actually really like going to yoga with someone. I did it for years with my mum. I used to always go every Thursday. Um, without fail to yoga with my mum and then if I was going to other stuff that my mum couldn't go to I'd always ring someone up um, and I really liked sharing my practice with someone um, so yeah that could be something that you think about doing the other thing when you're starting out is try different teachers and different styles of yoga as well um, it's quite important that you connect with the teacher, I think, and I think you you know that pretty much straight away. Um, and you know, there's lots of people that are like, "Oh, I tried yoga once, but you know, it just didn't feel good, or you know, it just didn't really click." Um, and I totally get that, and I I've actually experienced that myself um, many years ago. But when you find um, a class that just feels good and you resonate with the teacher and you can connect um, and it feels really nice, then you get so much from your practice. Um, so yeah, just kind of shop around and just finding different teachers um, that really you can connect with in a very sort of open sense and, you know, enjoy what their message is. Because I believe as teachers, we're all, we're all on the same path, but sometimes the you know the messages that we're sharing or the insight or the, the yoga itself is is really really different so just finding what suits you um and it's really fun i find like being a beginner honestly it's such a fun stage of your your journey um and just discovering things um not just about yoga but of course there's a lot of self-discovery and self um exploration work um which is super exciting so well done for being really brave it's always a brave move to start your yoga practice so um, wishing you all the best of luck for your yoga practice uh, so this is the last question can you tell me a little bit more about the yoga teacher training courses you have done yes so I feel very very fortunate and very lucky um, to have trained with some amazing teachers over the years um, so I did my 200 hour teacher training in West Sussex at the yoga garden and I studied with Tony Roberts um, wonderful teacher 
absolutely amazing amount of knowledge and you know Tony really held space um, for us to really explore our yoga and become teachers in a really authentic way which I really really valued um, and the group that we had as well when you meet these like-minded in individuals on your teacher training is you know it's so lovely and I have made um, like lifelong friends from um, my teacher training course I feel really fortunate to have done that so I did that from 2013 to 2014 and my 200 hours um, and then through the years I've done other little bits of training um, last November so November 2017 I studied with Uma Dinsmore Tooley who is a fantastic teacher who is very much in nourishing supportive yoga practices so yoga therapy yoga nidra um lots around um the divine feminine so we did something which is actually called wim yoga or yoni shakti um yoga and this course that i did was um it was five days up in london so it was quite an a an immersion um and it was life-changing it was incredible so I feel really lucky that I, I did that um, and then my most kind of recent um, yoga teacher training I did was with Sally Park so I did that in January 2018 so we did pregnancy um, postnatal yoga and also trained in mum and baby yoga um, and it was really really lovely course um, again met some really lovely people there and got such um a wealth of knowledge from from sally um so i feel really fortunate to have trained with her and with my my yoga my business and my even my personal development i'm i'm always training or learning <laughs> something um i just love all of these things so i feel really fortunate that you know my business and my my passion have been kind of fused and blended together so um the other thing which i have studied to do is um reiki and sort of energy healing so i've uh, there's like different attunements or different levels to reiki so i did my reiki level one and level two and then i'm hoping to do my reiki three which is my reiki masters in january 2019 um and this from a really personal level has been really really healing for me i have just found reiki has been something that has just really clicked and just makes sense um and i think you know there's something to be said about that i think you know we all from time to time we land on something or we discover something that it just really makes sense it feels like a, a truth for us um and doing energy work and reiki has been something that i've really enjoyed so i've been kind of burying my head in a few of my energy healing books over the last couple of months just to prepare myself for my next um reiki training which i'm really really excited about and I've also been fortunate to do um, some training which is more around um, kind of supporting all of you um, and supporting you in ways that isn't just um, in the framework specifically of, of yoga necessarily but more into discussion work, 
um, and also finding space to do a bit of spiritual coaching. Um, so what I found is over the years you you create your own toolkit. I've spoken about this before. I think I did an Instagram post on this. I find uh, you know through life experience um, and through challenge as well often you know when we come through challenges actually we we have to recruit these these principles these toolkits to support ourselves um, and over the years of course I've really used yoga as a place to heal um, I've used um, Reiki as I've mentioned but I've also used some little practices which um, look something like ritual or journaling um, and finding that actually th when we create a fusion of these toolkits, when we create that support network, um, it has been really, really, really good. So what I'm hoping to do um, next year is really introduce more of this kind of support system for you guys and one-to-ones which won't just necessarily be yoga. Um, it could be that actually adding some Reiki or energy healing work, um, some rituals together. Um, and this will be a really holistic way to work and really supporting your individual needs. So really working with each other to understand, you know, where you want to go and maybe noticing really what you're moving through. Um, and I just want to be here just to support you through that process. Um, because from a really personal level, this is what I tend to do um, when I'm faced with things. You know, from time to time in life, we really have to to sit and, you know, really support ourselves when things maybe don't work out the way we wanted to or we're faced with things that really trigger us or make us feel a certain way. Um, I've created that kind of toolkit of, you know, energy healing, yoga, ritual, um, and other things like that of course oracle cards you know couldn't go through a podcast without mentioning oracle cards that's another thing which I found um, really helpful so I'm just feeling at a place now where I'm ready to really share um, some of the insights that I've worked through and how I've used these practices to support deep healing um, and just creating some alignment I suppose in my life um, we talk about you know finding balance um, but I find the word alignment has actually resonated a bit more sometimes just aligning things within our, our physical body but also aligning ourselves to our core belief systems and being aligned to really what lights us up um, can be really transformative and really powerful so I'm hoping that 2019 will be that year um, to really just spread uh, and just to, to share that with you all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Feel free to always send me more questions or comments. And of course, if you enjoyed the episode, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This just really helps with lifting the profile and just allowing this podcast to reach as many people as possible. Thank you once again, and I'll speak to you soon.